face. That's how most men want their that's, women. They want their women to be meek and submissive and I don't controllable. Think, I don't think there's any man that wants to hear his wife talk like this all the time. Yes, he does. And he <laughs> wants her, he wants her to call him daddy. <laughs> now, now, now that's true now. But I want to set it. Okay, so we're totally getting off time. I guess this is still part of the topic. Absolutely. Me calling you Zaddy, that means we're totally compatible. Because I I want a Zaddy. What's up, what's up, what's up? Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of The Ordained Love Podcast. We appreciate you guys for being here. I am so excited to just like literally jump right back into the conversation that we had um, on Monday about compatibility, right? And and how what, what role compatibility plays plays in a relationship so we put out a um a poll right to our listeners um rather you're in a new relationship or rather you're in the middle of the journey do you feel as if you are still compatible with your significant other or your spouse or whoever um what do you think i want to ask you i want to poll you can i poll you nate can you what poll you uh uh i don't think i want to answer that question i thought you was gonna say define pole okay go ahead <laughs> what, is, what is, do you think we're still compatible um are we compa- oh wait before you answer that i'm sorry what what is your measuring stick com- um <laughs> you said measuring stick. oh gosh jesus um what is your measuring stick how do you measure our compatibility and do you feel like we're still compatible um well, I, I agree with a lot of what you said last episode about are we going um, in the same direction? The vision that you have for your life and for your family, do I have the same vision? And for me, I think that's the that is the essence of compatibility. Are we going the right way? Are, are we going in the same direction? Are we even part of the same stratosphere? Right. Because mm-hmm. you could be and, you know, going to our topic today, you could be someplace where you've been exposed to a lot because of your business. You know, you're exposed to a lot of different environments that me being in, in my, you know, education field where I just go to the same classroom every day and see the same kids every day. I mean, I'd be exposed to a world that you're in, exposed to that might cause us to see life differently at some point. Right. But if our vision is the same of where we want to go as a family, for me, that is compatibility. Okay. So do you feel like we're still compatible? I feel like we're still compatible. I I, feel like we're still in the same lane, uh, going the same direction. We head north on I-95. Yeah. mm -hmm. North on Florida Turnpike. Mm -hmm. Praise his high name. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But Hopefully land somewhere outside of Atlanta somewhere. Oh, Lord. Nate just trying to get me to Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta. We come in Atlanta. I said outside Atlanta. Now I'm going to go. In Atlanta, <laughs> <laughs> that, tra- that traffic is horrible. Look, it's the devil. <laughs> so, so, and I want to make one thing clear because you know, 
you uh, the people could be traditional in their thinking and so i think when you said now you may have a vision and then i might have a vision i want to be clear that you're not saying that you're following my vision for life right i think it's very important to put out when we started dating we as a couple um said you know this is what i believe god has called me to do and these are my gifts and this is what i believe god has called me to do and then um i did the same you know these are my gifts and these are um the things that i've been doing and this is what i believe god has called me to do and then we came together to create um you know what what we want our life to look like so i just want to clean that up uh okay oh Lord <laughs> jesus i didn't know that needed to be cleaned well up. i think so because you know a lot of times um how we say things you know how we say things matter right and so when a when a when a man or or somebody hears you say oh my wife had a vision you know i've heard people say anything with two visions is what is it anything with it's two heads yeah right anything with two visions is die vision i mean that is true anything with two heads is a monster you know i've heard those things and i just want to make sure that we are clear in in what we're communicating because uh, um a lot of times um you are when you speak freely in the way that you do or you might mean you're one saying thing. me personally yeah you personally as an individual you may mean it one way because you know me you know but people don't know me you know what i'm saying and so a lot of times i do catch flack like oh she's the man in the relationship and her husband is the and it's like no that's not how we roll over here no nah, well i think there's definitely going to be an episode for Ooh. a future date i like that episode. well listen mm, even that bro like even that like our the way that you and i are compatible differs so much from other relationships because i've you have never heard that like i've heard so many people say you you remind me of my husband oh that's my husband does that what you do you know what i'm saying like i've heard so many of my my girlfriends tell me that oh you act like the guy i've even had people say oh you act like the guy in the relationship and i'd be like what you trying to say no i don't act like the guy in the relationship but i just act like me you don't ever get that that i act like the woman in the relationship <laughs> no i never got that from anyone never in life <laughs> <laughs> never in my life have i ever gotten that not one time oh my god <laughs> you're so stupid but I, I can't no i can't wait until we get the video and we go get guys we're gonna get video soon we've been asking people people have been asking us like are you guys gonna put this on camera because we need to see y'all and oh my gosh if yeah. nate is crazy y'all yeah y'all won't have to wait for that y'all can't see my face because your facials nate we got to work on nate's facials because his facial expressions be looking like what the hell so so but i think even like the way that you and i are compatible right most people just aren't used to i'll say it like that um in most relationships the male is the alpha and i'm putting up ear quotes right the male is the alpha and the female is supposed to be submissive and meek and why you gotta put the, because you gotta bro no that. i don't yes you do. <laughs> 
<laughs> because you know what? Because that's how most in, in people. In your head. That's how it is no, in your head. No, Nate. No. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Like, you see, submissive has that's to have how a most high men, voice. That's how most men want their that's, women. They want their women to be meek and submissive and I don't controllable. Think, I don't think there's any man that wants to hear his wife talk like this all the time. Yes, he does. And he <laughs> wants her, he wants her to call him daddy. <laughs> now, now, now that's true now. But I want to zaddy. Wow. Okay. So we we totally getting off time. I guess this is still part of the topic. Absolutely. Me calling you zaddy. That means we're totally compatible. Because I I want a zaddy. (laughs) But I think, yeah. So going back to, so how, how? if we're in the middle of this thing right because mm-hmm. you and i we're we're compatible and i think even in our relationship we've been in places where even though we started off initially saying this is what we see and we agreed we're in the same space we're in the same area but we've had times in our relationship where we haven't seen eye to eye and maybe one or the other usually me kind of lose sight a little bit what happens in that situation when you're in that in a relationship where it's kind of like okay like are we going in the same place or or is there a division that's occurring here and 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 how does a couple recognize that early enough to avoid divorce to avoid divorce well i think it's important to um just like in any other situation right um keep your vision in front of you you know, I think it's important to have those conversations with your spouse. And 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 so So you're not just talking about on a bulletin board. No, you're talking about converse actually, action yeah. every day, conversationally. Um one of the one of the the main um components of compatibility are is are we able to talk to each other? Mm-hmm. Am I am I a safe place for you to come and say, hey babe, um you know, for example, um, hey, babe, you know, um, these are our goals. You know, we want to do whatever X, Y, Z. And I feel like with you taking on all of these responsibilities, you know, um, we're not going to be able to reach our goal. You know, am I a safe place for you to come and say that? You know, um, am I able to be heard by you and understood by you? You know, so I think communication when you're looking at compatibility is key. Can I talk to this person? Am I does this person hear me or do they hear their childhood trauma? You know, do they hear me or do they hear their missing daddy or their missing mama? You know, um, do they hear me or do they hear the mistakes of their past, their insecurities, their fears, right? So um definitely communication and then keeping that vision um in front of you, just having an open relationship where both parties feel safe to say this is the track that we're on Mm -hmm. and these are the things that are happening not this is what you're doing but no these are the things that are happening and if they continue to happen baby we're gonna end up off track Mm -hmm. um so for me that's the first thing communication 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 and if you don't know how to communicate i have a business called pro eagle llc we can teach you how shameless plug thank you um (laughs) Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) look bro look look you if i win 
you win. You better be pushing Pro Eagle. Shoot. <laughs> as, so, as long as Pro Eagle sponsoring this episode, that's I'm it. Good with it. That's it. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Lack <laughs> communicate people who lack communication. Hit me up. No, um, but I I absolutely think that is the the starting place, right? Um, number one, keeping your vision in front of you and then regularly checking in with each other to make sure we're on track. It doesn't have to be like some business, formal business meeting, but when we look at our lives, are we, um, taking time to create checks and, you know, was mm -hmm. it checks and balances? Sure. Are we taking time to create those systems within our marriage, um, to make sure that we are. Um, going in the direction. I once heard somebody say, or many people actually, they say you run your you run your family or you run your marriage like you run a business. To a degree, I I agree with that. When it comes to creating a vision and putting systems in place to make sure that that vision comes to pass mm -hmm. in that capacity, yes, I need my marriage to to run like a business. So 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 that would be uh, for me. Um, how, uh, if, if you and I were in a situation, like, hey, I can't talk for nobody else, but if you and I were in a situation where we weren't, you know, uh, I keep trying to use that word and I can't get it. But when, if we were in a place where we're not coming together mm -hmm. and then the person's like, and you want to teach me communication. <laughs> Well, that's normal. I mean, that's normal. The doctor need medicine too, you know, the doctor need a little medication too. <laughs> but, you know, if we were in a place where we are, um, we're, we're, ha ha we're in a place of division, that would be my first line of defense. Um, bro, we need to, we need to come together. And in order to do that, um, we need to communicate, we need to create safe places mm -hmm. and we need to, uh, adjust whatever needs to be adjusted, mm -hmm. um, reiterate whatever needs to be reiterated, um, or pivot wherever we need to pivot. Yeah. I like that. And, but, and that, but you almost have to have a culture of communication in order to pivot, right? Because if I'm ready to pivot and you're not ready to pivot, then that is, is stressful all in itself. But if there is that culture of communication of always gauging intentionally, all right, are we going in the same direction? Are we are we doing what we always said we were going to do? Um, and we're able to have those open conversations when things aren't going that way. Yeah, I, I, then pivoting is something that you can do. Adjusting, modifying the plans. You know, I think those are things that can happen very organically in in the relationship if if there is that part communication. And I think for ordained loved, we can't forget. That it is a, a triunion, right? There's a, it's a trinity. Why do you use big words like triunion? I don't know if that's a word, Why? but I, I just, I just used it because I assume that it is. But chances are it is. We can look it up later. Oh, so gosh. yes, there is. This a is what happens when you marry a college boy. People now, don't get me wrong. I have degrees too, because I was like Nate got three degrees and I have none. Uh, no. Um, but yeah, Nate be using big words on me all the time, and I be looking like, bro, you know, I don't know what that means. You you doing good. You got some words too. You got con congealing. So <laughs> whatever. I can't stand you. <laughs> I cannot stand you. So for for uh, our relationship and for relationships that are ordained, the whole the whole point of an ordained relationship is that it doesn't start with us, right? It doesn't. It's not. It does. It's not initiated by us. There is a God who. A who, silent partner. Well, not silent partner, but he's definitely not, not silent, silent right? like an invisible partner, right? Because yeah. he's definitely the one that will communicate 
to us when we're not in alignment. Oh, that's so good. You know, so that's another. That's so good. So that that's another point. And I don't know why I didn't start there. I feel like I'm the heathen of the relationship. What? Because you started with God, and I started with communication. What's? I think both of them are just as important, Yvonne. No, it's okay. no, no. I think God outweighs communication ever done. I think you can't have communication with can't have a relationship with God without communication. Well, praise His high name. I just think that. <laughs> I just think that's so good. Like. Yes. Start there. Start with God. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you find that you guys are in a place of division, the first place you want to go is God. Um, I once saw this um, because that's where you started. Right. In an, in an ordained love construct. Right. You started mm -hmm. with God. I, I once saw this. I was reading this book and it was a book about worship and it talked about um, how uh, the marriage relationship mirrors uh, worship. Right. In our relationship with God. And so there was this triangle diagram and in the diagram, it had a triangle. God being at the top of the triangle. Right. And then man being on the left side of the base and woman being on the right side of the base. And the the, the diagram um, showed that whenever the men and woman had their focus on each other, all they could do was meet in the middle. And then that was their end point. Right. But as long as the man kept his eyes up towards God at the top and the woman kept her eyes up to God at the top, they will continually be in this upward motion um, worship, as they worshiped and sought God individually, mm -hmm. right? Individually. And so I think that is, is brilliant what you're saying. Like if, if, if I am um, in a place where I'm experiencing division in my marriage, then that means there's something wrong with my vision, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a, it's a telltale sign that I need to get as an individual. Um, and we as individuals need to take our eyes off of each other, off of whatever it is that we're putting our eyes on, whether it's our career or our children or our extracurricular activities outside of the house, our business, whatever it is. And we need to put our eyes back on God because that's the place where we will always meet and not only meet, but that's the place where we will be um, meet in our elevation, mm -hmm. you know, um, by putting our eyes on God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think that's definitely because, you know, when you think about uneven being unevenly yoked, and I keep referring to that scripture in Second Corinthians six, it talks about believers and non-believers. But you know, a lot of times we use that scripture to kind of use that principle to talk about that marital relationship, and and we have to be going in the same place. And if when you are yoked with another oxen, you still have the one plowing, you still have the one pulling the reins, and and really each oxen is being guided by the reins. And so we are two people in a marital relationship that have vision to see, but ultimately the one that puts it together is the one guiding us both. And it's it's God, it's the Holy Spirit. And, and I think that is the point where you become uncompatible. That is the point where your marriage gets into trouble. Um, if, if you read that scripture, um, second Corinthians, um, six and 14, and, and there's a translation, I believe it's the, um, passion translation. It, it says, um, don't, um, be mismatched. Don't pair yourself in mismatched alliances. And then, and then it used this is, it uses this example. What, 
um, partnership can righteousness have with rebellion? What mm. what what partnership can righteousness have with rebellion? And so to me, that's when you're that's the danger zone, right? Mm -hmm. When I am serving God and loving God and I am still going in the direction of God and I am in hot pursuit of God, even if my pursuit of God is a little bit, you know, then cooled off a little bit. As long as I'm still heading in that direction, God can grab me and, mm -hmm. and pull me in and bring me in, right? The problem in 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 the division and in in and in, in, in not being compatible comes into play where I am pursuing righteousness mm -hmm. and then you start pursuing rebellion. Mm -hmm. Right. So so that to me is the danger zone. Um, I remember us being very young in our marriage and we had a fight. And I was pregnant. You remember that? Nope. I don't remember fights. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're so stupid. How you tell me you don't remember fights? I'll be remembering every fight. I'll be like, you remember that time no. back in 2021? Um, but it was this time we had gotten into a fight. I was pregnant with Prince. And um, and I remember um just we had just broke apart, right? We had just you went this way and I went that way. And I remember the Holy Spirit saying to me, Yvonne as long as you, you could have been mad, right? There's nothing wrong with being upset. There's nothing wrong with feeling what you're feeling towards your spouse. But the minute you basically detach yourself from your spouse, now, now you and I have an issue, right? Because God was like, he, he showed me that triangle again. And he said, as long as one, at least one of you are at the base, the other one can kind of veer off. Right. And as long as one of you are in position and in place, we can we can um, we can uh, join up together. Right. We can. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Jesus. Have mercy. Congealing again. No, stop with the congealing. Jesus. Um, oh, partner. Like. Right. So as long as one person is in right alignment with God, God can partner with that individual to bring the person back in that's out of alignment. Mm -hmm. God said the problem comes in when both of you are in rebellion, when both of you are disaligned, when mm -hmm. both of you are not where you need to be, right? That's when the problem comes in. Um, and that's when when division and not being compatible, that's when it turns into divorce, right? When you are going out your way and being rebellious, and, and obviously that's not the case for every single individual, we understand that. But in most cases, uh, one person has veered off and not veered off from the person that they're married to, but veered off from God. I agree. <laughs> Gosh. I you didn't give me no segue or nothing. Yeah, um, I was I was very focused on what you were saying there. Um, yeah, so I, I think I think that's it. And and the, I think that is beautiful, the fact that we have that. I don't want to call it a safety net because, like you said, he is the first one that we should go to. Uh, but when we do lose sight, it is awesome to know that we have a God who ordained the marriage. And, he, and you know, I'm probably taking this scripture away from its original context, but uh, he who started a great work will see it to completion. 
And I don't think that's just us in our in our salvation walk, but everything that God puts in place. He puts it in place because he expect he has an expected end. And so if he is the one that is ordaining a marriage, then if we lose sight for whatever reason, whether it's one person or even both at times, I think God is capable enough to open our eyes and, and have a seat. But it's that connection, right? It is that connection that right, we have with him. Right, because that's to me, that's the ordained part, right? right? The, the ordained part is not God is choosing my spouse or, or forcing me to stay with this person because we got free choice, right? We got free will. Right. And But the ordained part is you and I both commit to doing marriage according to God's construct, according to God's design for it. And it's not a design as if he just sets it and leaves it like a watchmaker. He is uh, intricately active involved. He's an active right. participant. He's involved in it. And so if we even... As long as we allow him to be. Of course, of course. And that's what I was going to say. Even though, as long as we stay attached to him, you know, even in our... Uh, disagreements, we can come to the place of resolution because he is the one ultimately that is guiding us. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that's something that is worth everything, is worth its weight in gold. Um, gold is even, you know, trash compared to the beauty of God leading us in marriage. Absolutely. Well, I hate to do this to you, Nate, but final thoughts. We only got a few minutes left. So what's your final thoughts on compatibility in a relationship? Um, final thought is just because marriage started away, that doesn't mean that you guys are always going to see eye to eye and just let the relationship coast, if you will. Both people are always growing. People are, are always, you know, having new experiences, turning into new people. And in order to make sure that we're growing together and not growing apart is to maintain communication, not just communication with each other, but definitely communication with God. Yeah, I think we agree in that sense, because when I think about compatibility, I'm going to steal from you or borrow your idea and say that it it, it starts with God. Um, that's um, like I said from the beginning, I base compatibility off of the future. Um, how are we going to be together ultimately in the future? And for me, when you're talking about ordained love, as long as God remains the head of your, you know what I'm saying? As long as God remains in his place, I think we can change. We can go through our seasons. You know, we can have our differences, but on this one foundational thing, and that to me is what defines um, compatibility, are the foundational things still foundational? Because if you, if you get halfway through the journey and then you decide, I want to be a Muslim, that doesn't work like right that doesn't work for me now we're un we're not compatible because um our foundation is christ right and so those are my final thoughts on compatibility guys as long as the foundational things remain the foundational things everything else is subject to change and we grow and we we learn and all of these wonderful things but as long as the main things stay the main things i think um couples can absolutely 100 percent make it through the tough terrains of marriage mm -hmm. hallelujah Amen. somebody mm -hmm. <laughs>
<laughs> all right, guys, that's all we have time for on this episode of the Ordained Love Podcast. Don't forget to uh, hit us up. We are going to go over the uh, results of the poll on the next episode. So uh, definitely stay tuned in for that. Again, we are going to be uh, broadcasting on Apple Podcasts. Um, we're getting involved in Google Play and, you know, uh, other streaming platforms, iHeartRadio. So ju- just stay tuned, guys, and uh, we appreciate y'all for um, hanging out with us today. Join us for another episode of Ordain Love. Love Podcast. Appreciate you guys. Wait, wait, wait.